This is a prepaid debit call from Hello. an inmate at the correctional institution. To accept this call, press zero. Welcome to another episode of Rant Man. Today, today's episode is going to be real simple. All right, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to focus my attention on something that, that that is important, and we want to kind of keep going on these entrepreneurial tales. Um, you know, so today Caesar Caesar's gonna take the take the lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh and, and no, he my man's got a hell of a story to tell. So, you know what I mean? Go ahead, Cease. Yeah, man. Um so I think we've talked about this before where um I mentioned how like I traveled for a whole year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. A year and a half straight. Straight, just straight. And um but the the funny thing was, man, it was never it was never something that was planned for, and even when when I when me and Mike first did it, it was like I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of scary, um, because it was during the pandemic. That was like that, that was the biggest like hurdle to jump over, um, because when when we first decided to do it, like we had spent like three four months locked up in in California. You know, because the pandemic was just like roaring through the states, right? And and you know, people were dying left and right everywhere. And to be honest, man, like I mean, I felt the panic. I was like, yo, like we gotta stay. I mean, I, I was like, we gotta stay indoors. We can't stay. We gotta stay away from everybody. Like, let's only go outside if we need to, type stuff, right? Um, but um, the funny but the thing business is, was like, the business was as it was in its infancy, right? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. just started. Just started, yeah. Just started. So 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 then you know it was. I'm sure that played a role in in the decision you guys made going forward. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, man. Cause it, we had just so like when we decided to t- take the to show on the road, we were like four months in to the company like inception. Cause like our our LLC was made January like third or fourth of 2020. Wow, you know, little and, did you guys know. Yeah, we. we <laughs> Little did you guys know that <laughs> a full worldwide pandemic was coming your way. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, so the the one thing that like made us again the the big push came from the pandemic, right? Um, when it came to like thinking that we we couldn't go outside, right? So we just like stayed indoors. But then then it was a bigger push because like the company wasn't thriving. And at one point, it was like we were like we were really stuck between a rock and a hard place, yo. Like we were facing this thing, the pandemic that was scaring everybody, that was scaring us. And and at the same time, our company was like talking about like, yo, we need to survive. Like the company needs to survive. And if we stay here, it's not gonna survive. So we, it really came down to like a really hard decision of, like we got to take this leap, even though we're scared. You know, I remember thinking, I was like, yo, I don't know if this is a good idea. You right. know, and it, it was kind of what an act of desperation, right? Yeah, no, yeah, because you guys were like, we cannot let this fail, not yeah. right now. Nope, we had wow. just started, man. So you know, and so and the, you know, just to kind of comment on that, like I remember being in prison, you know, <laughs> and and you telling me about these travels, right? Um, and I know that in the at this time, I know that that may that could have come off as as um you know tone deaf, right? Yeah. Like, you know, because I know that a lot of politicians faced a lot of backlash for, like, just yeah. traveling and going places in the midst of this pandemic. And then there's, you know, and there's other people who, you know, like, people were getting mad about people doing what you guys did, essentially. Yeah. But 
You know what I'm saying? Can you tell me about, like, you know, did that ever come across your mind? Did you care? You know what I'm saying? Or was it just more I mean, about, I, like, we got to make this survive. We got to make this 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 business thrive right now. So, so it was a combination of two things, man. Because um, you're right. Like, I was definitely conscious of, of that, like, um, that being a thing being pushed on us, right? Like, right. But, you know, the one, I, I mean, too, if I'm going to be honest, like, I, the one thing I told Mike is like, yo, bro, we're not posting anything. Like, we're not gonna be on social media. Like, right. this is not this is not something I want to publicize because I I don't I don't want to make it seem like I'm just out here doing it because I want to and like, oh, look at me, huh, huh, huh. you right. know. But like, but at the end of the day, man, it was really just like either like fight or flight, you know. Like, um, we had to make sure the company survived because this was something that we had decided to do not only for for our own selves but for our team members as well man because like at the end of it like it, we realized that if we didn't go figure it out then our company was going to die as soon as we had started and at the end of it man as much as like i knew how like the perception of us dra traveling everywhere was going to be taken but like at the end of it man like i still got to figure out how to pay these bills man you know, even throughout the whole pandemic, we still had to figure out how to pay things and, and make money for ourselves to eat and, and everything else. So, like, it was really it was a really tough decision. Um, and at times it felt like it was. It was almost made seem like we were making it as a, as as people that were selfish. Yeah. But at the same at the same time, like I, I, I felt completely opposite of that because I was like, yo, like if I don't do this, then like where am I going to end up? And then who's going to save me from that? No one's gonna feel pity for me at that point, so like it it was one of those things where like I had to I, we had to figure it out. I mean, you know, not to mention that you know, like I I totally see where your urgency was coming from, man. Like you know, you you just took a huge risk, yeah, in leaving home. You know what I'm saying? Quitting jobs, you know, just to go across the country and yeah. and do this with your boy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then suddenly something so crazy like a pandemic, bro, something the yeah. world hadn't seen in in a hundred years, yep. you know, comes out of nowhere. So can you so so tell me, man, like what are some of the things that you guys did on your journey to kind of navigate or not navigate, but to, 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 I guess, accomplish the goal of keeping the business alive? What are some of the things so, you guys were doing? I mean, obviously, like we would hit different cities as we traveled, right? Um so wherever we went, we were working. So like we would spend um, somewhere between two to three weeks somewhere, sometimes a month. But so the, a rule that me and Mike came up with as we traveled is if we were gonna, if we were at a city for more than three days, we had to find work. Like okay. we had to find work. Um, it didn't matter what it was um, or where it was, but if we were gonna be in a city long enough for us to like try to make connections, try to find something, it, it had to be over over three days. Like, if we were there past three days, we had to figure it out. So that was always the golden rule, man. And we would spend no, no less than two weeks everywhere we stayed. Um, in some places, we spent a month. Shoot, some places got three, two, month, two to three months out of us. We spent three months in New York. We spent, what, two and a half months in, in Tulum. Um... Well, we spent about a month in Chicago, three weeks in D.C., a month in Miami, um, uh, a month in St. Louis. Yeah, and um, you guys and you guys were finding work, huh? Like this, yeah, it, yeah. that's the I crazy mean, thing. Like, 
Yeah, well, and look, find isn't even the word, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> What would you describe it as? It was like scavenger hunting, dog. Like, Yeah. And and it was one of those things where, because, I mean, the one thing that I, I noticed during the, the pandemic was like, yo, every city reacted differently to to the to the pandemic um right some cities were on like super duper lockdown some cities were on like fake lockdown some cities didn't give two shits right um and the inconsistency always kind of um threw me off yeah it was a a curveball every time yeah yeah because i didn't know what to expect um i would always make sure that i had my mask i I mean i always made sure we had what we needed to make sure that we can function there but like you know what I'm saying? Like, in some cities, man, like, yo, wearing a mask was almost disrespectful. They'd look at you funny. And some other places, like, you had to wear a mask. So if you didn't have a mask, it's like, yo, like, what are you doing? So it was such an interesting space to, like, read people's energy and, and try to navigate it as a local. Because um, I also didn't want to stick out a sore thumb, bro. Like, I knew I was traveling around all everywhere. And I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm an out-of-towner. <laughs> you know? I, that's not what I was on. Um but at the same time, it was more so like trying to figure out the reason we travel is because you know, we needed to figure out where we were trying to like locate this company. Yeah. Because um, the one thing that we we feared more than the virus was our business, like kaputting. To be honest, like that 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 was much more of a fear than than the actual virus because we were we were willing to face the virus head on, dog. We were in New York. <laughs> the, the the virus capital of you know what i'm saying it was on the news for forever we were just yeah and, and you know and thankfully you guys are all right for real for real you know what i yeah, mean because you know no, we all we all know how serious yeah, this 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 exactly. thing really was um you know tell, we, also so, still, we still had a respectful fear of it obviously right right had you know, the we respect what we need to but like we respected that the fact that like yo there's people dying out here and so let me ask you, man, like, tell me, tell me about that process of having to like adapt so frequently. Right. So, so often, um, um, you know, like going to, like you said, every city you went to had different COVID protocols. Every city you went to had um, different laws in place. Right. Every, you know, like, so like, what was that like, man? Like having, and, and to be honest, I think that that's a really great entrepreneurial, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, skill set, right. Is this ability to adapt. Right. Because they're going to, you know, because life and business will throw shit at you that you're not expecting. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I mean, exactly. you guys really dove into you guys jumped off a cliff without really knowing anything <laughs> about what was at the bottom and said, fuck it, we're going to try to fly anyway. So, yeah. I mean, tell me about the, how was that adapt the adaptation process? Um, you know, Honestly, man, that I think that's one skill that. um I think me and Mike have always had, I mean, growing up in Cleveland or like just growing up in the inner city, man, like adapting was something that we just kind of had nat- like come natural to us. So like, I ain't going front, man. It was tiring. Like, I mean, halfway through it, like I, me and Mike just looked at each other and we're like, yo, bro, like it, this is exhausting. Like, cause we're living you know, out of a suitcase. Yeah. Psh, a suitcase. I wish I had a duffel bag, bro. <laughs> duffel bag boy. <laughs> duffel bag boy. You know, for real, yeah. man. Um, cause, cause at the end of it, man, like we, we never knew what was going to happen or where we were going to go. Like people would ask us like, yo, what you doing next week? I'm like, I don't know. Where are you going to be next week? I was like, I don't know. Like literally I didn't, we didn't know what the next step was. The next step will reveal itself along the way. And then we would make that move. Um, yo, that's, that's insane. So like our <laughs> our life was just in our life was just in limbo for a year and a half until we got here to Miami. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, and and I and I can imagine that on top of feeling on top of feeling this 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 feeling of like, you know, like you said, satisfaction that you were able to accomplish accomplish all these things and do so much in this year. Like I'm sure that was a big ego boost too, right? Like a big confidence booster. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like shit, I really did this. Like I could do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, man, there was I mean, to a degree, man, like it was something that um uh yeah it was an ego boost in the sense that like yo no one could really tell us anything because like we did this on our own um, now and, and let me ask you are there any other is there anything that you learned during that time that like you're still using today you know man i i think the main thing that i learned from from that experience of just jumping around um was um fearlessness fearlessness just not like really just like not being afraid of of a new culture in a new city um, cause like we were, we were adapting so quick that like eventually it just became muscle memory to just keep being okay with like things changing and just like figuring out where we fall in that. Um, <clears throat> and just being okay with change, man. Like, yeah, it, it was so consistent, man. Like it, it was like a revolving door that just kept changing and changing. Like you just had to be ready, even though you didn't know what was about to come at you. <laughs> I mean, I can I can see how fearlessness is something that you need when you're dealing with something like that, right? How yeah. crucial would you say that fearlessness is to the whole process overall, right? Of of getting into into business. Oh yeah, yourself? it's like it's like the first thing, bro. It's like, the first thing. <laughs> you literally, you literally got to get over yourself, like you're over your own fears, because it's the first thing that pulls up on you. Like, if if someone was pulling up on you. It's your fears. It's your fears pulling up on you, telling you, like, yo, you can't do this. You should. Tapping you on the shoulder like that annoying little brother talking about, hey, man, hold up. Don't forget that we scared. (laughs) Yeah. Don't forget we scared. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Nah, facts, man. It's it's literally the first thing, the first hurdle. And and the craziest thing, it's the first biggest hurdle. Because if you you can get over that first hurdle, which is the biggest one, like, every, every other hurdle after that is easier. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still hard, but like, yo, that the fear part is honestly the hardest part. It's I I can't, cause like even even then I had to like, for me it was, the that was the biggest thing that kept us from deciding if we were gonna like travel full, full on. Yeah. And even then, bro, we didn't even know we were gonna travel for that long. When we right, took right. the leap, when we took that leap to travel, we were like, okay, like we'll figure out. You know, we just knew that once we did this, like. Wherever we end up is where we where we end up, but we didn't know how long that was gonna last. But we had to get over the fear of not knowing, and man. and and even the fear of like the pandemic too, man. Like that was really it. Like those are the two things staring at you, at least staring at us. So like you had to get over those things. Like, and so you nothing. know, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, finish. No, that. I was gonna say there was nothing else. That was really it. No, and so I guess, you know, my question is, like, what what would you tell someone? Like, you know, what, what kind of advice would you give someone who who's struggling with that, right? Um, you know, in my own words, like, you know, because the way that I see it is that the juice really has to be worth the squeeze. Yeah. Right? Like, the juice really, really has to be worth the squeeze. And so you're if you're out here wondering, like, when should I decide to be fearless, right? Um, well, I mean, that, that decision ultimately comes down to each and every one of us. And yeah. You know, and, and, and I guess that decision really comes down to like, okay, is this opportunity the opportunity in which I'm willing, I'm willing to like risk it all. I'm willing to completely put those fears to the side. Right. But like, I guess, what would you say, C's like, you know, what would you tell someone that, 
that has that has that question like you know how do i how do i overcome this fear or how do i even know that this endeavor is even maybe worth you know going after you know man like i mean that's a really good question man because like to a, de- to a degree if i'm gonna be honest man i don't know how to answer that question because everyone's situation is different mm-hmm. um and everyone's like idea of a, of a business is different um but the one thing i will say man is like um the one thing that you do live with um before the rest of your life is regrets like if you don't get over those fears to go over, or after something you're passionate about and and the part that's really important is the passion cuz like if you're doing something now that you're barely making money f- on but you're doing it because you love it but you see that you can if you gave it a little more time and effort that you can pot, like you can really make it your full time <laughs> then that passion is really what's driving you cuz you really like it you really love it um and if if you don't really go after it the one thing i will say is that that like for me for me to like chase this um thinking about those regrets was really what made me get over my fears because as much as i really really like looked at my like myself in the mirror and, and the fears were staring right at me the one thing i didn't want was to regret letting a moment of possibly chasing that i uh possibly chasing something that i was really passionate about slip through my fingers yeah because um and i think i've mentioned this before man like um my mom my mom my mom told me like one thing and she told me like yo like some opportunities in life only present themselves once and and sometimes those opportunities can lead to the next one but it's really up to you to take it so if you don't take it then you won't ever really like you won't know yeah exactly you know man and 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 you know and I, I think of michael jordan a lot for when it when it thinks of these right like michael jordan um he had he had some really he had some really good quotes that that i that i used to like really internalize when i was younger and even now i still think of them sometimes but like you know i remember one of his quotes was that you know he can accept he was like i can accept fe- i can accept failure but i cannot accept not trying Right. Or I, or I can't accept not trying. Right. Like, you know, and, and then another one that he had was like, you know, I think it was him that said it and I may be wrong. Um, but he also, you know, the, the whole like, you know, you're going to miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. You feel exactly. me? And so, yeah, you're right. Because uh, I think about that stuff all the time, man. Like, am I really willing to live with regret? Because that's the worst thing in the world, man, is this this thought of you being old and gray or, you know, just, just so out of your prime that nothing matters anymore. And you're sitting there thinking about all the things you could have done and you know, you should have done it. You know, you could have done it, but you didn't, you know what I mean? And now you got to think for the rest of your days, like, what if, you know? And so, um, that used to be one of my biggest things growing up. I literally used to tell myself in the mirror, like never live your life thinking, what if like, you know, just go out there and do it, just get it done. Yeah. And that's, and that's really at my point, man. Like, the fearlessness is is at times a facade to like it make you feel like you're fearless but like it's really just like yo like we all feel like i i mean i feel fear like yeah like i feel it but it's really about what do you do next with that are you gonna let that like stop you or are you gonna just do it anyways yeah you know and 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 so like and 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 you know i want to like you know how many you know how many times before you know like when you're when you're scared or when you're feeling fear you know, if you overcome that fear and you decide to be brave, 
decide to like take on courage you know what i mean after you do that so many times then are you really scared anymore you know what i mean like exactly you know or are you now brave you know so like that that line is real small and it's real fine and yeah and man that's just um it's just that's something that I leap, yo. Yeah, man. So, see, tell me, like, you know, like, well, you know, let, let's get, let's get those final, uh, let's get, you know, what, do you have anything you want to close out with, you know, on this story? Um, yeah, man. Like, I, to to those that are ch- like chasing something or like looking at um the things that are stopping them from from pursuing their passion, like, yo, like, obviously have a good plan. Obviously, like, make sure that way that whatever you're doing has like a a, a method of generating cash flow for you obviously um and also have a backup plan too man that's that's also important but at the end of it um don't let be don't let fear be the reason why you don't do it like literally like it's not a it's not a good enough reason um especially if it's something that you're really really passionate about and that you really really love um but like i said always have a backup plan always have a structure behind what you're doing but like with anybody that's ever done anything like they they didn't let fear stop them and you can see that in any realm of you know artistry to engineers to doctors man like those that have made big names for themselves because they did something even though it was against the grain and 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 there was a lot of fear involved and um and they didn't bite they didn't bite at it like they just like said you know what nah like I believe in myself, and and I know that I have the drive and passion to push through this. Yeah, that's lovely, man. Hey, man. Well, you know, before we close out any episode on this good podcast <laughs> of ours, um, there's something we've got to do, and that, my friend, is the one minute rant. You have one minute remaining, guys. I want to, you know, my rant today is gonna be is gonna be a simple one, man. I really just wanna. I just want to say that for those people out there that are outliers, for those people out there that are different, for those people out there that are really, you know, trying, you know what I mean? And really, you know, attempting to do what they believe in their heart they can do. Um, shout out to you. You know what I mean? Here's your flowers from me, from this random guy in Ohio. Um, you know, because that's that bravery and that courage, you know, to go against the grain, to do the things that you don't think you can do, to just be different. You know what I mean? That takes a certain level of courage. That takes a certain level of grit. And you know what I mean? Like people like you are the reason the world change, the world changes. And so um, I really just want to give you all y'all flowers. And, and whoever's listening to this right now, you know what I'm saying? If you've been riding with us, you know what I mean? And you've heard these conversations and you know where we're coming from, then y'all really know that I mean when I say, you know, shout out to y'all. And so that's my one minute rant. <laughs> so my rant is about... Uh this whole new thing called the metaverse. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I, I'm like, um, I'm fully invested on what that can be, but I'm also like half understanding what's going on. Um, <laughs> I'm somewhere between found and lost, and uh, I, I, you know, at times I'm like, yo, like, wh- what is this? Where is this gonna go? But it is the future, and that's like something that I completely understand, even though I don't really know what's going on, and this is gonna happen but like yo like things are moving fast in that space we're seeing cryptocurrencies pop up left and right we're seeing nft projects pop up left and right there's money to be made and man like i'd be a fool not to jump in 
but uh, at the same time, like, I can't say that I, I fully understand what's going on. But I, I know money's being made. <laughs> so that's my rant. <laughs> my guy. Hey, man. Well, today's episode, I loved it. I hope y'all did, too. And with that being said, rant out. Rant out. <laughs>